0: What's going on world? I'm your host Jenny Ching and you're diving into the Jenny Ching experience. The show that seduces unapologetic perspectives, stories, and the magic energy to expand on your journey towards consciousness. What's up world? It's Jenny Ching, your host, and I got my brother, my confidant. What's up pretty brother? Oh pretty brother. Hey, pretty brother. Oh, pretty brother.
1: Well, hello, world. My name is Tony Chang. As you know, I am Jenny Chang's brother slash confidante. Let's go, world.
0: (laughs) <laughs> hey, I thought you were gonna promote something real quick. Hey, go on, bro. Promote something. What do you gotta promote?
1: Nothing. What the hell, man? I just want to promote your own happiness, man. Just be happy, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I ain't here to sell nothing.
0: Oh hell, did y'all hear that? He's just here out here in the world to just promote happiness. Let's it's go. Free. It is free you just gotta activate it you know bro i go around and i kind of like sing to myself and i call mom all the time right i call mom every day and the first thing she'll hear is like hey pretty mama (laughs) oh pretty mama hey hey pretty mama right yeah and so I just felt inclined to do that to you and be like, Hey, bro, just know you're fucking beautiful. Hey, pretty brother. Uh, Oh, pretty brother. (laughs) I accept. (laughs) Do you accept that with open arms? Yes. With an open heart.
1: Okay. And what's the the (laughs) result of that?
0: I don't know there's just this whole thing that I, i'm learning about you know as i get really deep into this world of spirituality and love and openness and coaching other people how to you know live a great life uh by exampling one to the best of my ability right mm. now that i have more responsibility in being able to be responsible of other people right mm which greatest responsibility is being able to expand and find my spiritual tribe and like help uplift them and, you know, help them live their greatest potential. Right. But as I do it, I start to get more curious about myself. I get more curious about what's new. Right. I get more curious about what I can learn so that I can continue to teach so I can continue to expand on my consciousness. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, in my intuition. And one of the things that I really kind of fell into today, specifically actually this morning was just really learning the difference between self love, right. From two perspectives, I feel like self-love is just so easily tossed in, you know, out Mm. there and people think self-love is something that you have to go and find, you know, Mm. it's like self-love. Yeah. You know, let's better ourselves each day. Let's look at ourselves and work on our bodies and let's work on our minds and let's be receptive. Right. Mm. And I don't know. I mean, can I ask you before I go further, like, what do you think self-love is, you know? Self-love. Like, if it could be a human. If self-love could be like a human, right? Like, what would it look like to you? What would it be? It'd have to be a mirror of me.
1: Ooh, that's self-love. Self. If it's anybody else, then that ain't self-love. Ooh. Oh! <laughs> Go, Go deep. deep! Go deep! Yeah, so that's pretty much what I think an experienced self love is. You have to really take a good, hard look at yourself and really think: Are you taking care of yourself? Are you talking to yourself? Are you spending time for yourself with yourself, mm-hmm. doing what you love, doing mm-hmm. what makes you happy? Right? Mm-hmm. Because remember, from like so many podcasts and conversations we've had, it's mm. we always serve other people or at least I did right and it's like I made no time for myself
0: right which by the way bro I got a lot of people sending me feedback on that one episode where like your energy was all about you just giving to Cindy and everyone else around you Mm. Um, and that really impacted a lot of people I mean I had a client specifically like reference so many different things we talked about on that episode so kudos kudos
1: kudos for no (laughs) no but really it's like we don't take the time to really think about ourselves right at least for me right and it's like even for you i'm sure you know and it's like even cindy but it's like self-love is so hmm, it's like a confused term it's like so it's so out there right it's like right how can i love myself like what the heck do i even do for myself i remember that time when I was so lost like right. you're like what about you bro and I'm like damn I don't even know right. I was so confused of what I want to do for myself yeah other than Netflix and like you know watch all these movies and anime right. which is one form but I don't know I just didn't dig deeper you know
0: but it's like let me ask you this what if you don't like the mirror so let's say so you said self-love which by the way is so deep It's like that mirror of you is the reflection of you, right? Mm -hmm. And if it's someone else, if it's not you in the mirror, then it's not self-love. It's not you, right? Mm. So then what if people don't like the reflection of what they see?
1: Mm -hmm. Then we need to start spending more time. We need to start spending more energy on ourselves Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. how does a relationship with someone grow, right? Right. Consistency. Consistency. Frequency, time, yep. energy. You know, it's like, how does a plant grow from a seed? You have to cater to it. You know? Right. So, like you and I, like when we did shadow work, it's like, you think that we loved what we saw, you know? True. I, I didn't. It was so sad. I was like, yeah. it saw the most neglected part of me.
0: Right, you know? right.
1: You know, it was at that moment where it's like, okay, I see you, Tony. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. I see myself. I feel you. And it's just constantly working on ourselves. Spending time with ourselves. Talking to our inner child when we're scared or sad or, you know, like triggered emotions. I think that's really what it is. got to spend time with yourself. And it's not crazy. The fact that we don't, that's
0: crazy to True! Bang. Damn, bro! You just spitted facts today! Mm. Yo, you woke up and chose to spit facts
1: rejuvenation
0: (laughs) I love that you say it like that and I'm just going to condense it please I'm just going to condense what you said which self-love is essentially a practice right Mm. it's a ritual it's a practice it's every day you working and catering and nurturing right Mm. All the little actions, all the little attributes, all the little characteristics that you want to obtain or that you want to reclaim or that you want to find within, it all comes down to a practice that you need to work at every mm. single day, right? Mm. And I agree with you. I also want to add in this idea, right? Mm. If I can invite the audience, if I can invite you to, with great respect, by the way, to kind of also see self love as a way of being open, right, mm. to the many human experiences that we have the gift of knowing mm. or understanding, you know? Mm. Because I feel like self-love has so much to do with judgment. Mm. I really do. You know? Go deep. And I don't think that people really connect the dots on that. I think people say, oh, I don't love myself. I feel guilty all the time. I criticize myself. I don't like what I wear. All these things. But then it's like, yeah, in essence, if we're looking at it from like, you know, 100,000 feet high, you just judge yourself quite a bit, right? hmm and to judge yourself means in essence, you're also judging others mm-hmm. really though. Yeah. And you can't come to me and fucking look like mother Teresa, bitch. I don't even look at mother Teresa as mother Teresa. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Don't knock on my fucking platforms and look like you're all innocent. No, hell no. All of you got advice. Mm. We all got advice. I do too. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not projecting, I'm just spitting facts. I'm just trying to follow in your footsteps this morning, bro. Mm. And the truth is, I just feel like judgment is the action that we take, right? And being able to mute our ability to find our self-love, you know? Mm. Because we're not open, we're not receptible, and we're certainly not relating to the many different human experiences that quite literally exist out there. hmm You know what I mean? Yeah. We got so many fucking cultures out there in the world, right? Mm. We got so many different languages, and that one language has like a hundred different dialects, right? Mm. And then you got all these different foods, right? Mm. You got all these different categories of interests, you know? Heck yeah. You got millions of opinions, right? Mm. You got so many different beliefs right? Religions, rituals, political views. Mm. There's so many things in this world that make us all so uniquely different. Even from personality traits all the way to the experiences. And that's what people fall in love with. I mean, I don't know about you, bro, but there's a huge market for people that love astrology, Mm. love horoscopes, Love this whole science of how science and intuition on how like these planets define or at least help us navigate, right? Mm -hmm. What category of ourselves we belong in, you know? Yeah. People love it. People are fascinated by it. I mean, if you look on TikTok, it's like one of the most successful channels like astrology. You know what I mean? People talking about what sign they are and shit, right? Mm where am i going with this though where am i going with this i'm going in the direction of exposing the reality that most people aren't receptive towards the many differences you know mm. most people don't care to be relatable mm. they just care to judge
1: mm. you know yeah
0: let me say that one more time for the audience and as slow motion as possible, right? Most people don't care to be relatable. They just care to judge, you know? Mm. They care to judge. They care to judge what is unfamiliar to them. Mm. They care to judge what they can't have or what they aren't mm. or what they are and others aren't. Mm. They can't judge you know, the different foods that they could even allow themselves to experience, right? Mm. I will be honest, I'm one of those people to some degree, but definitely not to any degree of these basic-ass humans out there, right? Mm. For example, like, if you were to ask me to go to Beijing and go to their farmer's market and eat, like, dry cockroaches or... Or, you know what I mean? Like, dry snails in the streets of Thailand. Like, I would most likely say, fuck, no. Fuck off. Hell no. It's not. Listen, I will live my great human life without experiencing that, you know? Yeah. But that's still, you know, in a way, I'm not judging them, though, right? Mm. Uh, I'm really not. I'm not judging them for having that taste, right? Mm. But I do wonder what do I actually judge in others, you know, Mm. because even in politics, right. And I never speak on politics and I never will. And I never, I just don't care. You know, Mm. I don't judge any party. You know,
1: Mm.
0: I'm just curious as to why everyone thinks the way they think. Cause I'm a little bit more like, I love the science of people. I love to understand what makes people people, what makes a person their own unique self, you know, Mm. but I don't judge others for having their beliefs. I just, frankly, kind of, you know, I'm like curious about that belief. And I'm like, got it understood. Right. Mm. And the thing is, I think that's why self-love to me is no longer something I practice. Mm. It's not even thing that I try to find. It's just in me. It's just me. Self-love is. Part of my everyday DNA, you know? Mm. I don't spend a lot of time judging the world. I spend more time trying to relate to the world, Mm. you know? Yeah. If I could be me, uh, if I could say one thing about my social influence as it's expanding, right? Mm. It would be that I'm very relatable. So if someone were to ask me, Jenny, what do you think is like, what makes you so different as an influencer? I would say I'm a very relatable person. Mm. I could basically connect to just about anybody. You know, Mm. I can connect to the goths. I can connect to the emos. I can connect to CEOs. I can connect to the spiritualists. Right. Mm. Even Zeke's confirming that, Mm. (laughs) you know? Mm. I could connect to the Barbies of the world. Mm. I could connect to the rappers of the world. I just can connect. I feel like I'm relatable, you know, Mm. throwing in this whole aura of me being this like spiritual leader of my own craft, my own world, my own sphere. Right. Mm. I would say that in the world of spirituality, I'm probably one of the most relatable, if anything. Mm. Because I'm not sitting here trying to fucking make spirituality bigger than me. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're not out there trying to make spirituality bigger than you. You're you. Spirituality is what you practice. It's just part of you. Right. Mm. But then there's so many groups out there as I'm very passionate to communicate that like make spirituality such a one way street or it's like a one thing or it's like the way that this is this is the culture it's like who says Mm. you know yeah my beliefs should be able to translate to many different cultures in the world right the many different people in the world no matter what you believe in no matter what you look like i just i'm gonna be as relatable as motherfucking possible because I can relate to, you know, the people that are very conservative as much as the people that are very like non-conservative. I don't know. I just, I can relate, you know? Mm. And being relatable means that I'm not judging you and certainly can't be judging myself. Mm. I'm just simply allowing the energy of my heart to receive your difference, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. I think we need that more in the world, you know? Yeah. Because self love is a practice. It is. It's something we end up building, right? Mm. By not judging others, right? Mm. By being receptive to others, by being understanding of others, by being understanding of someone's pain and realizing it's their pain, not your pain. So even if they project their pain onto you, you need to be divine enough to be able to see the difference between someone else's problem versus your own, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. that's self-love to Mm. live as judgment free as motherfucking possible so that you invite relatability, right? Mm. And relatability will naturally allow you to relate to yourself, right? Mm. relating the outer and inner world of who you appear to be versus who you are. You know, Mm. that's what I think self-love is, man. I need to put this for the record because every podcast that we create, I don't care for how many downloads we get. I care about putting it on the record. Mm. I care about having this so tangible in the world to where 30 years, 40 years, a hundred years later, it's for the record, you know, Mm. And that's what I think self-love is because I can't, I can't, I refuse to see another fucking meme on self-love, right? Mm. That's scrolling through another fucking like love guru, right? Mm. Scrolling through some other life coach that posts on their story on being like self-love, you are self love finding the peace within yourself feeling the acceptance it's like yeah okay but tell us what to do Mm. you know Mm -hmm. stop giving me the layer of the cake Mm. give me the whole cake Mm. stop spreading the icing around just give me the whole fucking piece you know Mm. and if someone's you know, out there thinking about where I'm going with this. And if I were to give you an action to practice self-love, it would be to go out there and experience as many human experiences without judgment as possible. Mm -hmm. Go out there and experience as many different beliefs, thoughts, opinions, cultures, you know, Mm foods without judgment. Go do that for other people first. And then the gap within you will close because how can you judge yourself if you don't judge others? You know, Hmm. I mean, I guess some people will attest to that. I think some people will challenge that and be like, well, I don't judge other people, but I do swallow in all the judgment for myself. Well, then you got to knock that shit out. That's just one decision away from stopping. Because otherwise you're just fake, right? Mm -hmm. Otherwise you're out there acting like you're not judging other people, but yeah, you could do it to yourself. Then what are you, what are you teaching? What are you being an example to the external world on? I
1: mean, everybody has different experiences on how they come to love themselves. Right. Right. But then the term says self-love, right? Right. Here's the thing. In order to love everybody else in my experience, right, mm-hmm. I've come to find that when I didn't really learn about myself, love myself, or care about myself, it's really hard to do the same for other people. Mm. Because if somebody else is a bit more successful than me or whatnot or something, right, then I would kind of like project my own insecurities and failures onto them and just right. judge them, right?
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: But then I needed to look within myself and be like, look, Tony, like, why do you feel this way? Right. Like, why do you, why do you do that? Yeah. And I'm here as an open arms. I just want to understand you, Tony. Right. right. Uh-huh. And then of course, like it always, for me, it went always back to childhood. Like what did I experience growing up? Those are the parts that I see in so many movies and TV shows nowadays mm-hmm. where it's mm-hmm. like, it's so subtle. Like there was this one anime where, He was in a dream and he saw his younger self, like Mm -hmm. really younger self. Mm -hmm. And he was just crying. He's like, the kid's like, I just want to die. Like, what's Mm -hmm. the point of living? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the present self, he goes, no, no, look, I just want you to know that there's a lot of people who actually care for you in the future. And there's a lot of people, there's someone who actually even loves you. Right. No, but then the fact that he talked to his younger self and really just making that time like it resonates with me so much because that's the whole point of shadow work, in my opinion. You know? Right, right. Layer after layer, you have to heal yourself. And I think love is just a blanket term for so many other things, such as care for yourself, right? For yourself, right. Like be there for yourself. Talk to yourself. All of these things is a culmination of that one word, love. You know. Right, right. So I think from there, as soon as I was able to get to that final core of my onion where it's like i just saw like it was cool because i finally saw a lighted version of my Mm. childhood self Mm -hmm. and then that came with care and i was like tony i care about you and then i saw that and then from there it's like look i accept other people for who they are because i understand more of like why they are the way they are right because we're all connected in that same incidence of like raising you know like we all experience fear, sadness, pain, regret, guilt, all these things, you know? Right. And it's just interesting to know that like why we experience it. And I think when I understand why I felt it, it's more easy to understand what others feel that way too.
0: Right. Yeah. I'm compartmentalizing the difference between inner child acceptance and healing, right? Mm. which I still believe that healing is a way to uncover, right? And unveil your ability to love yourself to the greatest potential, you know? Mm -hmm. But like, I feel like most people don't even know how to relate to themselves. And Mm. the thing is, I'm not judging you. I'm telling you Mm. for anyone wondering out there, right? Mm. I'm not right now. My passion doesn't come from me judging you I'm just telling you, you know, mm. that self-love has so much to do with like relatability, exampling, because if you can't relate to yourself, right? Mm. If you can't relate to the many different versions of you mm-hmm. and you can't relate to being different, you can't relate to being open. If you can't relate to letting love in, right? Right. If you can't relate to the body that you have to wake up to every day, mm-hmm. then how do you authentically relate to other people? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And maybe I'm coming off a little bit like strong on that, but it's my truth. You know, mm. I feel you 110%. In fact, a lot of my journey into self-discovery has a lot to do with me acknowledging the many different versions of me that I didn't like, that I, Mm. in fact, I hated, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So you're absolutely correct. It's something I have to do to release the energy of whatever burdens my heart, whatever burdens my energy, whatever holds down my potential, you know? Mm. Like self-love is a series. Like that's what you said. It's just like a blanket term. It's the center, right? Of many things, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's getting your mojo back. Mm. It's doing the things that you can relate to when you look at yourself. Can you relate to your body? Can you look at a scar and be like, I'm keeping that one? Mm. That's the one that I want. These are the scars that I choose to keep because I can relate to these scars, you know? Yeah. Can you, you know, relate to, how you appear to be, how can you relate to the way that you speak? You know, mm. if you can't relate to the way that you speak. Then. Like, what the fuck, you know what I mean? Mm. Then You got to change that. You got to inhale more words. You got to expand on your ability to want to speak differently and learn not what to say, but how to say it. Right. Mm. But that's the thing. It's a series of Many things, but in essence, it's are you even relatable to yourself? Are you even relatable to you? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. because if you're not, how do you authentically actually relate to other people? It starts with you, you it starts with you, and that's why, like, my practice to any audience that's open to taking this risk or this challenge would be go out there and learn how to less judge someone else's thoughts. You know, Mm -hmm. let that be a practice, right? Mm -hmm. Because when you can consciously not judge someone else's opinion, then you will release your own energy to judge your own thoughts, your own opinions. Mm -hmm. And instead you'll find the connection of relatability, you know? that I think that most of us forget to appreciate, right? Mm. Like we forget to appreciate the small things that make up the bigger outcomes, you know? Mm. Like sometimes, okay, so there's a version of me right now. There's a divine God within me right now, right? Mm. That is a little bit impatient with humanity, you know? In fact, I think I find myself being impatient with humanity, like humans, more than I want to inspire humans. Mm -hmm. And so like when people think of source, right, and they think of God or they think about energy or consciousness, they think of this universe being unlimited potential, ever so kind, ever so giving, uh, ever so abundant, right?
1: Mm.
0: In many facts, that's true, right? We are here to live the greatest human experience that we can remember to live, right? But I don't know how else to experience this, but I feel so backed up by my guides right now
1: Yeah,
0: that I feel like source is more impatient with humanity than ever before. Mm. And that impatience comes from the reality that humans just aren't learning from each other, mm. you know, mm. like and I'm just straight channeling right now, mm. source or consciousness, or your universe or your God, whatever, right. Mm. Is impatient with this idea that humans stop learning from one another, right. Mm. They just keep judging one another. They keep getting distracted by judgment, the seduction of judgment, the seduction of distractions, you know, Mm. and instead of seeing everything that happens around you as something for you to judge, right. Or prepare for, right. Mm. Why is it so hard for us to just learn from other people? Like be curious, Mm for that person. And instead we're so quick to cutting people off, you know? Mm. And I say this with passion because I think that they're also impatient, as efficient as I want people to expand. It's as impatient as my spirit guides and my universe is with me too, because I, I tend to do the same thing. If it's, you know what I mean? Mm. Like I, and not judgment, but I'll just cut people off. Like I'll learn from them by cutting people off, mm-hmm. you know? Mm. Okay, I learned from you. Bye. Cut off. you are done. You know? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's like, I need to taste my own medicine, sure. But for the mass majority out there, it's like, I can only sit here and give so many answers to what your intuitive truth is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I say that with confidence. I say that with conviction because I can look at everyone in my life that I've already healed and go, I just gave you intuitive answers. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's the truth because you feel that it's the truth in your intuition. You know, Mm. is that the truth of the world by logic? Is that the truth of the world for the whole world? No, it's just your intuitive truth. But if you're not listening and if you're not going to take action and if you're not going to take the steps to expand on what, you know, then what the fuck are we doing here? Mm. You know, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like, if I tell you something that you should know, you should be able to also equally un-know that you can't unknow that, mm. right? Mm-hmm. If I tell you something you know and you equally try to unknow that, then I'm just not your guide. I'm not someone that wants to represent you,
1: mm-hmm. you know? Yeah
0: like one thing about you that I like love and that I'm inspired by is you're so receptive to what you know from me or me from you, you know, Mm -hmm. like you're very intuitively receptive. And once you know that you change that, you go and take the steps to create that. Mm -hmm. And you're, I'm going to be honest, like, You're fucking, you know, you got your business. I wouldn't say you're a fucking like Bill Gates of the world, right? (laughs) Right? Yeah. You don't live with ocean view on the top tier of Santa Monica Boulevard. Who gives a fuck, right? Mm -hmm. You live Mm -hmm. a very simple, normal life, right? Mm -hmm. And you love this simple life that you've created. But you've also... Take those universal leaps, you know? Mm. Once you know something, you take the universal leaps. Like, fuck steps, man. Steps are for humans. You take the universal leaps to be able to obtain what you know into this newfound creativity, this newfound reality that you want to live in, you know?
1: Mm.
0: And that is an example. And you do that through relatability. You do that with an open mind. Mm. You do that because your heart is receptive to experiences. You know, Mm. you don't do that because you're judging my opinion on what I think I know. Mm. Right. Mm. You're like, hey, that intuitively feels really right to me. Now that I know what I know, I can't unknow what I know. So I'm going to take a universal leap on what I just found out or what I know now. Mm. And I'm going to change. I'm going to transform. I'm going to fucking shift. Right. Mm. I'm going to shift. And you do that constantly. And so then like for someone like me, I love talking to you. I love fucking conversing with you, Mm. right? I love coaching you as much as you coach me because you take that into a spiral action that creates your new eventuality of this life that sets you free. Mm. Free enough to find and hold and nurture and cater to that self-love. And you don't judge yourself. And here's a good example for the audience that's, you know, lives off examples, right? Because I do, right? Mm. Two episodes ago, we had a very vulnerable conversation about you just feeling depleted. And that was such a fucking real talk because it's something that's so relatable to so many people, right? And you did that by being vulnerable enough to come to your own relatability in understanding what you were lacking in, right? You didn't judge yourself for it though. Not once did you sit there on the call and judge me or judge other people or judge yourself for being depleted. You just knew you were. Yeah. And then with the episode, we talked about some stuff. And then, of course, after the episode, we went a little bit deeper and I kind of gave you some answers. You know, Mm. I gave you some actions to take. You took them. Mm. You took that whole day to unplug. You barely texted me. You barely texted anyone else. You know, Mm. you just took that day, the next day to really figure it out. And guess what? You found what it is that's yours. You found that passion. You found that hobby. You found that thing that you're going to incorporate into your own lifestyle, right? Mm. To officially reclaim and rebalance what makes you, you. Mm. Am I wrong to say that? Or is this not that most accurate timeline of what happened within the last like two weeks? No, that's been happening. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. So then you took even more steps and I uh, the steps again. Like you take the universal leaps and then you're like, all right, I know now like what it is. Like I'm a collectible. I fucking love to collect. I love to see the value of my investments get higher with more time, you know, mm-hmm. and you found your niche, you found that thing. And it wasn't even like a week later, you found it within like two days, you know, mm-hmm. And then you didn't just ponder on that finding. You fucking took a universal leap to invest in that passion. Like you went to physically buy your investments, your setup. You physically took the leap to create some social accounts to expand on that passion. And that was only within a week Mm. of your discovery, right? Mm. Essentially where I'm going with this with you is that like self-love has so much to do with like not being in judgment of yourself or other people, Mm. but just finding the thing that's holding you back. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. Finding that thing that holds you back, moving it to the side Mm. and being like, okay, this is what I want. This is what's going to make me reclaim myself, my self-respect, my self-acceptance, my self-value. Right. Yeah. My self-validation. Mm. It's all of those things that create the master denominator of self-love, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's the perfect example, bro, is that you didn't judge yourself or, or am I lying or did you? Mm.
1: No, I mean, you know, I just, it is what it is. You know, it's like, I just didn't feel happy. Right. Mm. And it's not anybody, I mean, it's not anybody else's fault. Like I can try and blame and judge other people, even myself as to why, but rather it's like, look, okay, I'm aware that I'm not happy. So what can I do? Right. I just talk to myself again. Right. It's like, Tony, like what, what makes you happy? And I even like pray, you know, it's like, yo, spirit guides, angels, like God, universe help me, like help me find and discover what right. it is mm-hmm. that I love that yep. I am so happy for myself yeah not anybody else for me though right now. right mm-hmm. yeah like I said it takes time to do it because it's so foreign like we don't take the time to ask ourselves like hey what does make me happy right like not anybody else but like not other people's happiness but right genuinely me right and so you know it's amazing that when it finally becomes apparent to you it's like so weird because it's under your nose right like, right yeah i mean just to give an example it's like what i'm doing now it's like i'm gonna i invested into pokemon cards you know i'm like collecting yep. those again it's like i feel like a child i feel like i feel so happy
0: you feel like my- you're in service to that like inner child that's been neglected yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's like, look, I make money, I take care of the family and all that stuff. Right. What about my child? Like what about myself? Right. Right. Seeing Sophie is inspiring too, because she's just so present and she knows what makes her happy and all that. But I don't, (laughs) I I didn't, you know? Right. Right. And to now feel like a kid. I love that. Now I'm also like, going to be twitching, you know, being a streamer. And it's like, it just makes me feel so
0: alive. I love what you said. I know what my daughter needs to be happy. I know what my daughter requires, wants, desires, Mm -hmm. right. To be happy, Mm -hmm. but I don't know what I want to be happy. Right. Yeah. And that's so powerful because it's like, that's what I mean is like, we live our lives being of service, but more so like knowing what other, what we think other people want. Mm. And stay with me, everybody, like, because this is all still in alignment with judgment. You're still judging. Right. Mm. You're still making a decision for what you think other people want. Mm. Right. Yeah. When really what everyone really wants is for you to get your shit together, Mm -hmm. because if you feel happy, they're going to feel happy. If you feel free, they're going to feel fucking liberated. When you feel self-respect, they're going to understand what self-respect means, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I can guarantee you right now that your relationship to Sophie improved just by you finding what you fucking love, right? Mm-hmm. That's how it translates, you know? Hey, Is- also,
1: also, can I add Cindy yeah. too? Cindy yeah, too. Cindy like, too. Yeah, like she, you know, like she felt so burnt out and stressed out because again, her whole identity was that of a mother, right? Mm-hmm. But then after like the talk that we had and it's like, dude, Cindy, like, babe, like you, you gotta clock out. You know, like right. seven o'clock hits. You told me like once this certain time hits, you got to have Tony time, you know? Right, right. I was like, older too. I was like dude, babe, like Cindy, like you got to understand, like after seven o'clock, we're done. Like have a virtual timestamp, time card. You yeah.
0: know.
1: And I was yeah. like, clock out. And then it's like, we do that as a ritual. I was like, okay, seven o'clock clock out. And then she just, you know, and then she's like, okay. It's my time now, you know. Wow. Now she has her own like keyboard, you know. She's she was like playing it yesterday. She bought a piano, yep. yeah. and it was like playing that, and also she's like spending her own time, and it's not just always with me anymore.
0: Oh. Iris
1: and I love that, and I know she's recharging too. Mm. And it's like, yeah, you know, we're just making more time for ourselves, and then that, <sighs> yeah, you're right. I am more happy with Sophie because my inner child is like not neglected.
0: But that's the thing. When I say judgment, I don't mean just judging other people for what they do or what they believe. It means judgment essentially also hones into the idea. Judgment is you judging what you think other people need out of you, what you think other people want out of you, you know? Mm -hmm. So maybe it's less of thinking about what other people need from you and more so what you need from you. Mm -hmm. So that by being able to find that within yourself other people are part of your life not your whole life Mm. not the entire life Mm
1: -hmm. you know yeah
0: and i just think that that's special man i think that's so special so let me ask you something bro two things for one if the audience can find you in your new endeavors where can they find you via (laughs) instagram via twitch if people can find you on twitch or YouTube. Where can they find you?
1: Twitch or YouTube.
0: Uh, it's gonna be Super
1: X Collector. That's my Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's most likely my. Actually, that's my Twitch as well. Okay. And then I'm gonna start streaming probably like in what a couple of weeks when my computer is done. Perfect. And so
0: yeah. So they can find you on Super X Collector. Mm-hmm. And my other question to you is. If you can give the audience one advice Mm. into finding their self-love, you know, releasing themselves from self-judgment and judgment of others, right? Mm. If you can give one advice, small or large, what would it be?
1: Ask yourself. uh, Just as I asked myself, what makes me happy? What makes me happy? until you find it you know every day but ask yourself every day and then just kind of apply like try and be open to what may come right like i didn't even think about pokemon to be honest with you Mm -hmm. (laughs) i didn't even think about collector and it's like to be able to do these things for myself and it's like spend money on it for myself and i don't feel like horrible or guilty it's Mm -hmm. like dude this is for me Mm you know and i'm like yo i'm spending wild (laughs) fuck yeah wild but i love it you know and it's like yeah this is for me baby you know
0: and remember to stop taking steps Mm. and instead take universal leaps